I enter through the blood of the Lamb. I enter to worship you only. I enter to honor So Lord, I worship you. I worship you. Lord, I worship I pray that you all um, had an amazing day and that you slept well and in that you received rest from the Lord. Um, I woke up tired this morning uh, for whatever reason. Um, I thought I slept well. Um, just tired, but I am well. Tired, but well. Um, we're going to jump in. Um, yeah, that's good, Mama P. Thankful. Um, I'm going to jump in. So I know that you all have seen the title for today. Um, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. And I'm going to start here. And then I'll be back. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone. And yes, I know, know he holds my future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow and life is worth the living just because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. All my fears are gone because he 
everything is going to be all right now. It's because he lives. Can somebody just lift those hands all over this room and declare? Say, because, because he lives. Can somebody raise up your voice and Because my Savior lives, sickness can't save me. Because He lives, everything has to change. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because my God lives, oh, everything because you live, yeah. Oh, we lift up our hands in worship and we thank you today. All over this room, raise up your voice and declare because you live. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he lives, sickness cannot stay. Because he lives, everything is changing. Because he lives, I get an opportunity to worship. Because he lives. It's a hymn that both I and my mother have sang for years. And I remember hearing and singing as a child as I sat in church. But it's a song I never really understood until lately. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Have you ever been in a place in life where you didn't know how you would face tomorrow? Maybe you didn't want to face tomorrow at all. Instead, you wanted to hide away and pretend it's not a new day. Sometimes facing tomorrow can seem impossible. It can seem overwhelming. On your own strength, tomorrow is too much for you to handle. On your own strength, the trials that tomorrow might bring seem difficult, too scary. Fear comes when we can't figure out what's next, when we can't see the next turn in life. I never realized how powerful this hymn was until I was living it. In the past year, there have been many times where I didn't think I could face what tomorrow would bring. Life is lifing. Loved ones have lost their lives. Close friends of mine have lost their jobs, have lost their children. So there were many times when I just didn't know what I was going to face on tomorrow. After a sudden loss, tomorrow often holds a lot of grief and healing. 
It can hold pain and sadness because you have to face tomorrow without that loved one. Sometimes we are scared to face what tomorrow might hold because today seems almost too much to handle. I know I'm not just talking about me. Sometimes I've learned, I've had to learn over and over that I can't handle tomorrow. I, in my brokenness and sinful nature, because we're all sinners yet saved by grace, can't handle the trials and heartaches that life brings but God. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. But God, his grace and his mercy and his love is what gets me through anything. That's why the song means so much to me. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he, God, Abba, Elohim, I am, El Shaddai, holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. One of the most sacred things to think about with anxiety in our future, right? Most of us like things planned. And we need to know what tomorrow will look like or at least have an inkling of what it's going to bring. But sometimes that's not what God has planned for us. Sometimes you hit a bump or you face a tragedy and you begin to question what your future looks like. But remember this, God knew what your future looked like before you were even born. And because he holds our lives and our future in his hands, we don't have to fret about tomorrow. When you don't feel like life has enough worth it to live, Remember that God's love is enough and life is worth the living just because he lives. We don't need a certain job, a specific number in our bank accounts, the exact number of kids to make life worth living. Our lives don't have to look a certain way to make them worth living. Our lives don't have to look like we want them to, to make them worth living. The simple but extraordinary fact that Jesus is enough to keep going is enough to make life worth living. God uses his word and music to bring such peace. God uses his word and music to bring peace. Jesus, Serena, he makes life worth living. When you hear or read because he lives, I can face tomorrow, right? The songs of our youth come flooding back into our thoughts. I remember, right, again, standing aside my mom or listening to the elder saints sing songs like, because he lives or this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. 
or at the cross, at the cross where Jesus died. They were teaching us through song, the love of God, through trials and sorrow, through joys and happiness. We were taught that facing any situation tomorrow would be possible because God would always be with us because he lives. Denise, you can face tomorrow because he lives. Shanice, you can face tomorrow, no matter what tomorrow brings, you can face it because he lives. Yet, it is the specific statement found in scripture, or do we as Christians have faith that because Jesus lives, we can face any circumstances? How does scripture teach us to have hope and face tomorrow? So what does, because he lives, I can face tomorrow mean? Having faith and trust in God allows us, the believer, to know that whatever happens, we are not alone. God is always a constant in our lives. Trouble don't last always. Troubled times will come. God never promised a rosy and carefree path in this earthly life. God did promise he would always be with us. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He did promise to cover us with his love and glory. God promises that those who believe in him will live with him forever. John 11 and 25, Jesus shared that he is the resurrection and the life. Everyone faces the possibility of a time filled with joy or a time filled with sorrow. We all walk those paths. There is not one person that has not experienced grief or sorrow. And yet there is also not one person that has not experienced joy. God knows the plans he has for his children. Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have concerning you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and an expected end. So God knows the plans that he has for his children. We may not know what the day holds, but God knows. And recognizing that God is in control and that we can place our faith and trust in the Holy Father, we can face today and tomorrow, Didi. We will go through times of uncertainty and times of questioning why something is or is not happening. God knows our hearts. He loves us with an unconditional love and an everlasting love. Scripture says how he can look for joy, how we, excuse me, can look for joy in our trial because we know our faith is being strengthened. James 1, 2 through 3. Perhaps you have faced a medical procedure to diagnose a condition that you felt hopeless in. Maybe you or a family member or friend have experienced a time of feeling lost and full of despair. Rest assured, you are not alone. 
reach out to God. Give him your concerns. Give him your praises. Remember that God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, so that we may face tomorrow and live in him, not live apart from him. He, he gave his only begotten son that we may have a right to the tree of life. Meaning so that we can live the full and abundant life that God had prepared for us in advance. Remember, he knows our ending before our beginning. So tell me, where is what is the origin of this particular phrase? Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Have you seen the signs, the memes, the notes, and more at Easter with the words, he is risen? Shortly before Easter, the words, Sunday is coming, are shared all over social media and other places. On Easter morning, Christians around the world proclaim the good news of the gospel. Christ is risen. He is no longer in the tomb. The Thursday before Easter, we begin with, Monday Thursday, referring to Jesus and the Last Supper with the disciples. Good Friday remembers the day Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross where he died and was buried, a solemn day. Then as we move down the road in the week, as Jesus was taken down from the cross, Wrapped and buried in a tomb, mourners began the process of grieving. Yet Sunday was about to change everything, yet no one knew. When Sunday comes, that Donald Lawrence, I'm telling you, he knew that Sunday shifts and changes everything. Scripture tells of the woman going to the tomb to anoint his body with special oils. When the tomb was open, Jesus was not there. He had risen. What a wondrous event. Jesus Christ, our Lord, had filled scripture had fulfilled scripture and he had risen from the tomb. He rose, he rose, he rose from the dead. He rose, he rose, he rose from the dead. I know y'all remember those songs. Come on. Songs, poems, devotions and more have been written about the day that he rose from the grave. God's plans for his son was being fulfilled as some people believed and others questioned. Even today, there are believers and those who still have questions. As children of the one true God, we can find peace and comfort in knowing God loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son that we might live with him forever. John 3 and 16. Who first created this phrase, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. 
Can we learn and grow in faith by believing that we can face tomorrow because he lives? Yes. Hallelujah. As Christians, we can face any situation knowing God is with us, loving us, and carrying us in his loving arms. God is with you. He loves you, and he is carrying you in his arms. God loves you. He is with you and he is carrying you in his arms. God loves you. He is with you and he's carrying you in his arms. Does that mean we won't face turmoil or pain? No. Scripture tells us that trouble will come. In those times of trials, go to the Father. Abba, Daddy, reach out to him and lean into his loving arms. Have faith that whatever comes, God will guide you through each moment. Philippians 4 and 6. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. The, the Bible provides messages of hope. The Bible provides lessons learned by those people who didn't follow God. Also lessons were learned by people who did listen to the word of God and obeyed his commandments. Do you listen to his word and obey? Or are you just listening to be listening? In numerous verses, we can see how the faith of his people grew during, grew, grew during their trials and tribulations. The Bible shares about Job and the constant sadness in his life, yet Job was determined to follow God. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Job was determined to follow God. I am determined to follow God despite what comes up against me, despite what trap, snare, turbulence the enemy brings. I have decided and I am determined that I'm going with Jesus. I ain't going back. I can't go back. There's nothing back there, period, dot. 
So there are numerous scriptures where we can see hope and we can see faith of how, how God's people grew during their trials and tribulations. The Bible shares about Job, right? And the constant sadness in his life. Yet Job was determined to follow God. Y'all need to get you a Job-like spirit and say, no matter what hell comes my way, no matter what the enemy steals from me, if he just leaves me, that's all that I need because I'm still going to trust God. Think about the woman with the issue of blood, the woman that was had a bleeding condition that had continued for many years. She knew that by touching the hem of the garment of Jesus, she should be healed and she would be healed. The brave woman knew she could face tomorrow because of Jesus. Do you got an issue? And it doesn't have to be a blood issue. Do you have an issue? That you've been dealing with for many years. And you keep saying that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would and will be and shall be made whole. You got to know without a shadow of a doubt that no matter what the day brings, you can face it because of Jesus. Have you been in a situation when you when your full trust was placed in God's? Something traumatic may have happened, but you knew that because of the love of God and because of the love God has for you, his child, you would be able to continue and face tomorrow. Reading scripture every day can help our relationship with God grow and strengthen. Trust in the Lord and lean on him, Proverbs 3 and 5. Let me give you 20 ways we can face tomorrow with the hope of the Bible. They're not long, but I'm going to give you 20 ways and they're quick ways that we can face tomorrow with the hope of the Bible. One, begin each, each day with prayer. Two, end each day with prayer. Three, pray during the night. Four, read the Bible. Five, write or type out Verses of scripture that provides comfort in times when hope is needed. Six, pray and ask God for his help and guidance. That's the first thing I said this morning when I got up and just didn't quite feel right. I said, God, I need your help on this morning. I cannot do this in my own strength. 
but I need you today. It's not that I don't need him every day, but I definitely needed him this morning. So I told him, God, I need you and I need your help this morning. So six is pray and ask God for help and guidance. Seven, thank God for his constant presence in every moment. Eight, choose hope instead of worry. My kids would say, mom, are you going to worry or are you going to worship? My oldest son has the greatest ability to call me on the carpet. We think our children don't listen. We think our children don't get it. But I'm telling you, they are reminders that God will do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could dare ask or think. Number nine, remember God is in control and that we can trust him. Number 10, know that you are not alone in any situation, that God is with you. Number 11, listen to worship music based on scripture. That's a Selah moment because there is some that is not based on scripture. Number 12, ask for help, whether professional, clergy, family, or friend, just ask for help. Learn about people in the Bible who have faced trials and relied on the hope of God. Number 14, remember we don't have all of the answers, only God knows everything. 15, rely on his word and his promises. Rely on God's word and his promises. 16, look for ways to share the hope of the Bible with others. Stop harboring what you know about God. He ain't just for you. Share the good news. Share what God has brought you through. Share how he's kept you, your family, your children. Number 17, read John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his son come on for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal everlasting life 
read John 3.16. 18. Place all of your trust and faith in the Father, knowing he is listening and hearing prayers. Not just any prayers, but your prayers. Place your trust and your faith in your Abba Father, Daddy. 19, God calls us to love others. Helping others can bless everyone and bring hope. And 20, if you don't remember anything else, remember that you are a child of God. There may be times when hope seems lost. During those times, go to the Father and pour out your heart and soul. He loves you and will provide the comfort and peace needed and necessary. Place your hope in him, him and him alone. During times when you are filled with the hope and promises of the Lord, share those wonderful times with others. You can face tomorrow with hope because of the promises of God. Yes, you can face tomorrow with hope because he lives. We are his creation and he cares deeply for each one of us. And because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because he lives. My life is worth the living because he lives. Sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love.
Have an amazing day. See you tomorrow.